are live. The shift is here. Nick Earnshaw. Nick Earnshaw. My man. How are you tonight? What's going on, Francisco? We got another episode of The Shift. This is our biggest one of the offseason, I feel like. I, I mean, there's so much to talk about. There's things are actually happening. We were the last episode, it, we were like, can something happen? Can something happen? Things are happening, Francisco. We love to see it. We got a lot to talk about. It's gonna be so much fun. So much. And like you had mentioned, I mean, baseball fans have been talking about this. It's been so boring. Yeah. Like, look. I love yeah. Aaron Ole to death as a Phillies fan, but it's been <laughs> so even that wasn't that exciting because he was the only exciting part about that was that he looked like Frodo Baggins in the press conference. I thought that was funny. Like that was it. That was the only entertaining yeah. part about that. Okay. Yeah, his his hairstyle was a little, it was, it was interesting. <sighs> Showing his uh, hairline. Like, listen, I like, listen with the hat on, when he's got the brim, the flow, I, it looks great. Ah, uh, he might want to cut it short for the offseason, grow it back out for the season when he's wearing the hat more of the time. I like that look of Aaron Noel a little bit better. That's what I'm just saying. I would agree with that. I would you agree know. with that. But, you know, <laughs> but let's close out the Aaron Noel thing real quick. Congrats, Aaron Noel, on getting his deal, getting his money. Um, Love it. So we finally get a big deal. And th this is not the biggest one to come, obviously. Um, you probably already know who that is, and we'll give you an update on that later in the show. Um, because I think literally last time we mentioned Shohei Otani, we pretty much gave you the same update. It's been the same update for like the last like feels like week or two, um, with maybe a little bit of twists here and there. But the favorites to land Shohei Otani still stand as a team, uh, teams that they are. But Nick Earnshaw. Uh, you know, I work overnights, uh, so I, I went to sleep yesterday with with the reports and the rumors that, oh, there was, you know, it was heating up on Juan Soto to the Yankees. It was really heating up that it, they were getting close, and I knew I was going to wake up and the deal would have been done, which is exactly what happened. So you get Juan Soto and Trent Grisham as well to the New York Yankees, and the Padres, in exchange, get one of the Yankees' best relievers and Michael King. Um, a couple of their prospects and Kyle Higashioka, uh, former World Baseball Classic catcher. Let's just say that on his resume. And uh, Garrett Cole's favorite uh, catcher to throw to. So that's who the Padres get in return. Honestly, I think it's probably a good deal for both sides, and we'll get to that in just a second. But everyone's talking about Nick. You know, Big Bad Evil Empire is back. But hold up, Nick. I, I, I'm going to go to you first because I don't know. I, I don't know, though. Juan Soto, big name, one of the biggest superstars in Major League Baseball. They're already talking about him being, you know, the Ted Williams of this generation. But where are we at right now, though, with Juan Soto? Just one player. I know he's a big-time player, but just one player. What does this deal do so far for the Yankees at this point in time? Uh, li listen, um, it's, it's a good deal. It's a good deal for both sides. I'm with you there. Um, Soto, they, they, the Padres need to move some money. They get some young pitching back. I love Mr. Drew Thorpe led the entire minor leagues in strikeouts last, uh, last season in the minors. Uh, you know, has been, the, was the most, uh, you know, whiffs by a Yankees, uh, pitcher since Brandon Clawson punched out 220 in 2001. About that stat for you, Francisco. <laughs> to be Clawson? Yeah. 
Yeah, they're branding clauses, according ah, to Baseball America. Little Baseball America stat for you there, Fred. Mm. Um, but no, um, both teams need to make this move. Padres need to move some money. Soto is the expendable guy. It's crazy that he's moved twice now in what two years? Wild stuff. He's only 25 years of age. Um, makes sense for the Yankees. They need to retool. Had a really down year last year, dealt with injuries, etc. Um, but when we talk about the Bronx Bombers, yeah, they got the short porch. Yeah, they have Aaron Judge. Yeah, they have, now have Juan Soto. Yeah, they added Verdugo. Great. A nice little lineup they got. Stanton, if he could stay healthy. It's a nice little lineup. Anthony Volpe, maybe year two, comes around a little bit more. You know, they got some, they got some guys. They got some guys, right? Got some names. I'm not sold on their pitching staff. Um, they gave up a couple pitchers for Verdugo. They gave up more pitching in this trade. They gave up their top pitching prospect or, um, I don't see the Yankees being this juggernaut, especially in the division that they're in where Baltimore was amazing last year and they got better. They're just going to continue to grow blue Jays. They're still a contender. The Rays, they're still really good. Boston, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, we'll see with Boston. They're kind of in the same spot as the Yankees, maybe a little, a little worse than the Yankees. But I, I'm still concerned about their pitching, and I'm still concerned about their health. I, I, you know, that's just where I'm at with the Yankees. Can they win a little bit more than 80 games? Sure. Maybe they sneak as a third wild card. I don't love where the Yankees are at right now. I still think they need to do more. Yes, Verdugo's huge. Yes, adding Juan Soto's huge. He's going to be an important bat, important piece of this lineup. Um, but the pitching is scarce for me, Francisco. Um, I, I they and they gave up a lot of it in these deals, so uh, that's where I'm at. I, I don't know how much it's going to do. Maybe you know I, I think they'll be in contention for a playoff spot, unlike they were this past season. Um, it bolsters their offense. Sure, their offense got better. They're pitching. Rodon, he was hurt. What are you going to get out of him this coming year, right? Um, Garrett Cole, he's getting older, right? He's getting up there in age. The bullpen's, to me, still shaky. You give up another piece in there, too, in the in these deals. So, yeah, I'm still worried about the Yankees pitching. They can have a good lineup that might stay healthy, but the pitching is a concern, starting and in the bullpen. So, um, it's a good move. I think they can win over around like 82, 83 games. Sure. Okay. Great. But uh, what are you going to do about your arms? Uh, I, that's what I, I'm asking Brian Cashman now. What are you going to do about the arms? I, when they're not back. They're not all the way back. Stop with that. Let's relax. They got a really good player. He's going to help them. He's going to contribute. But the pitching, major concern still for me. Yeah. All right. So, Nick, I, I tweeted out last night, you know, when I woke up from the overnight – uh, or for the overnight. And I said, congratulations to the Yankees. You're going to win 85 games this year. I've actually gone down further. Oh, um, wow. I, I think it's not a bad deal for the Yankees. Like you get, if they extend him, it's a good deal. Yeah, I think they will. I think but they will. Three things for me, right? We you already hit on it. I don't need to hit on it too much. They obviously need starting pitching. The reports are that if they don't get, I don't know who said this, maybe it was Rosenthal, I forget who it was, that if they don't get Yamamoto, but they're actually treating it like he's a must-have, like Soto, that they're treating, they treated Soto, that 
they're not even going to go after starting pitching, that they're going to try to bulk up the bullpen, maybe get Jordan Hicks and just, you know, go with what four starters and then just go with the rest of the bullpen short games. I don't think that's the best idea. Um, they need starting pitching. Number one, they, they need to get Yamamoto. They need to maybe try to make a splash with Blake Snell. If they're really at evil empire and they want to come back and get your CC Sabathia's, your AJ Burnett's, your Mark Teixeira's, your Mike Musina's, whoever they've gotten in the past, Gary Sheffield, like all these, they really want to do that. They really want to come back and do that. Then go out and get Blake Snell. Go out and get whomever if you really want to go and to compete in the American League East at the very least. And I know you're trying to win a World Series, okay? So they need starting pitching, number one. Number two, I look back at a season like 2022 when they had everything. They had a good bullpen. They had a good lineup. And that was, you know, Judge had a historic year, but... um and you know, Judge was a big piece, but Stanton you know, relatively healthy. And um, but regardless, the offense was solid, you know, with Judge, obviously. And their starting pitching was good. You had Cortez, you had Cole, you had Jameson Tyon, uh, you had um, I believe Domingo Herman and a little bit, little bit of Sevy, who is now a Met. Um, like overall, they they won 99 games. They were a really good team because they were overall really good. I actually don't even know if I like their lineup, dude. I don't even know if their lineup is going to be any competent. Anthony Rizzo played through a concussion. That was a whole thing last year. I don't know how much that's going to affect him going forward. I hope for him to stay healthy. Okay. Glaber Torres, he had a good year last year, bounce back, but he's been all over the place since his 35 homer year that he had way back in like 2019. Okay. Um, what, what can John Carlos Tanton stay healthy? He's supposed to have one of those. We're going to talk about free agent signings, man. That guy was supposed to, you know, he was supposed to. I mean, supposed to, you needed you needed him to stay healthy, relatively, and he hasn't. Even can Aaron Judge stay healthy? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I hope he does. It'd be great for the sport. But honestly, man, like, are they even touching 80? Are they even touching 80 wins? <laughs> I don't know. Like, seriously, <laughs> it's a possibility. I know it's going to sound hot takey, but like Verdugo, solid to good player, not a great player. I, I Volpe came out and had a good rookie season. Offensively, was kind of all over the place, but still had twenty-one homers, and I think he won a Gold Glove. So Volpe, I like Anthony Volpe a lot. I, I don't know. Like I'm sorry, I, I don't know how I feel. Like Soto, great deal. But I, I just feel like the Yankees have a lot of holes. Their bullpen's still great. But uh, Nick, am I am I overreacting? I could be. No, I could no. be. But maybe look. Let's see what they do the rest of the offseason. But right now, I feel like the Yankees, especially you talked about, you know, the Orioles and Tampa Bay and uh, you know Toronto, who potentially Toronto could get Shohei Otani. Like, come on, Toronto's trying to make a push. I mean, yeah, do, do I know they? Could, but Otani's been rumored. That's one of the top teams. So I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know how much I like the Yankees, man. Like right now, I don't know how much this does. Like, cool. Congratulations to the Yankees fans. You already got 26 World Series. I don't care. 27, whatever it is. Okay. I, I have no sympathy for you. Like for, for oh yeah, good. You got that. I don't care. All right. So I just don't believe they, they touch 80 right now, even with the Soto deal. Trent Grisham. Career, I mean, Soto, uh, I remember when Grisham botched the ball in 2018. Yes, when yes. I mean, uh, what a what a gift. So, I don't know, man. That's where yeah. I'm at. Not even touching no. me. Listen, listen. I, it's, it's fair. 
That's fair. I guess at 82, 83, 84. All right, fine. You're not you're not crazy behind me. <laughs> no, I know it's, it's not that far it's off. If they stay healthy, I, I, I was I'm with you. I, it's <laughs> yeah, what you I did said. mention like, that they yeah. have to stay healthy. I mean, they were hurt last year. John Carlos Stanton. What did I say at the beginning when we started this show together? When I joined on, hopped on the ship. I said if John Carlos Stanton, I, I I was I like, if that. John Carlos Stanton gets hurt, I it's over. I mean, he's probably gonna get hurt. And, you know, you can't trust them. You cannot trust them. Aaron Ju- Arson Judge, uh, one-year anniversary the other day. John Heyman, we love you. Um, no, listen. we don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, no comment. <laughs> um, no, look, I, I, they, they have to stay healthy, and they did not do that last year. The lineups, I mean, listen, you got, you got Soto. You have all these guys. You have all these names, but if they're not going to be in the lineup – they're not going to go very far. And, you know, we've talked about it. The pitching, it's a major, major concern. And Yamamoto's asking for, I, what did I see, a report, 275, 300 million? He's asking for over, what, 10 years? Is that MLB Network report? 300 that? million. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of money. I would not uh, give Yamamoto that, that much money. It's a lot of money. Um, And they're going to, they're, and I think I saw another report, I can't remember off the top of my head who it was, that, the Yankees – was it the Yankees? They sent someone to each one of his starts throughout the year, something along those lines. I can't remember what it was. I think it was Yamamoto. Um, but they're heavily interested in him. Are they going to give him all that money? I don't know. The guy hasn't pitched in the bigs yet. I'm sure he'll come over, do a great job, be a really good pitcher. But it's a lot of money that, that you would give this guy. It, uh, I, I'm, I'm not sold on the Yankees being this contender next year. I'm just not like, okay, you have judge who's entering age 31. He's going to be 32, I guess. Soto's 25. Yes, but he's not even under contract after this year. Are you going to resign him? That's a question mark. I think they will, but I mean, there's still a lot of question marks with these Yankees and their lineups just kind of weird. It's just kind of weirdly constructed. Um, I don't know if there's a ton of balance. It's like ball go boom, uh, short porch in right field. All right. All right. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully that's what happens. Um, but no, I, I I think, I I think you have a right to be concerned and to say, yeah, they might not even get 80 wins. They might not even get 80 wins. So yeah, it's a good deal for them. Listen, they get a really good young player. Guys could be good for a long time. If you're able to keep them there. Great. But uh, de- definitely still, I'm st- I'm not saying the Yankees are a World Series contender whatsoever. They're barely a playoff contender to me and you. So I'm with you. We've we've agreed to start this show, which um, doesn't happen. Does not happen. I think it's been happening a little too much lately. But we'll, we'll continue. Just, we'll, just we'll, we'll go for it. Yeah, we will. To, to the Yankees, just try to get above 500 right now because I don't even know if you can. <laughs> oh, just gosh. Be real. 81 and 81 get to 81, 81. you're there <laughs> deal. what if he doesn't stay what if he doesn't if oh. he doesn't stay oh. oh it's a shame brian future philly huh future philly uh bye bye christian pache and johan rojas you, know, <laughs> you never know you bye never bye. know bye bye you never ever know never you know. don't you really don't you never know i never no. thought that bryce harper would be a philly but here we are no. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. All right. So, uh, you know, I did have a little, I had a lean cuisine pizza earlier, Nick, about Ooh. a couple hours ago. It's not enough yet because I'm going to have on my way to Atlantic City tonight. I'm going to, you know, I'm oh. going to have like maybe some fast food of some sort. 
There you go. So I'm thinking about the meat and potatoes. I'm thinking mm. about it. Mm. And here we are. We're here. Pull up. You got your uh you got your plate. You plate. got your napkin. You got to no, know you got a bib. I know you got a bib. Yeah, pull oh, the bib. I'm with me. It's not here. It's not here. But I do have a bib. Do have okay, a bib. good. We need the one. Bib. So we're here. We're here, and of course, we're here to serve up mm. the Otani update. Shohei Otani free agency update. Now, Nick, I don't know. Do you have the sound on this? Do you think you can pull it up at all? Yeah, give me one. Potentially. Uh, so I saw this actually, uh, this originally uh, from Harold Reynolds and MLB Network, where I forget who we had on. It might have been JP Morosi. It might have been JP Morosi. And they were talking about an update on Otani. And Harold Reynolds was talking about how it was a big miss that Major League Baseball you know, hasn't, or Otani or his agent haven't decided to, or they decided to, you know, keep this under wraps. Or basically he wants all the the talks to be private uh, for his free agency. And Harold Reynolds basically saying, like, that's a big miss for me, Major League Baseball. That's a miss. Like, this should be a huge thing. Um, So I thought that was a big thing. I really, really agreed with it. And I recently saw it on Instagram today. I believe it was Foul Territory TV, uh, where Jorge Castillo, I think he's a LA Dodgers reporter. Don't quote me on that. And he talked about it too. Nick, I don't know if you have the audio by any chance. Yeah, give me so, one sec. No worries. But he he talked about it too, and I thought it was really really interesting. Um, so whenever you're ready, we're gonna pull it up. All right, cool. I think you just gotta hit the uh, the 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 mute button off of it. See. To the bottom right. Yep, there we go. There you go. Multiple people, and you know, in the last week, when I was talking to people ahead of that story, that what I wrote that column, you know, this was an opportunity for, you know, baseball to be sort of in the sort of in the mainstream, right? Like a little bit, like, hey, you know, Shohei Otani met with X team. This is what they pitched. You know, whatever. This is what Shohei Otani wants. Nobody knows even what the guy wants. Nobody knows. Everyone here is speculating, man. Every time I'm in the like, I see somebody. Hey, where's he going? What does he want? You know, does he want to play inside? Good weather. Does he want uh, a clean city? Does he want West Coast, East Coast? Does he want to play with a Japanese player or not? Like, everyone's just sort of speculating. We don't have um, information. The fact that I am here right now at this big Opryland here, this massive hotel, and there's like a bunch of other reporters, hundreds of reporters here, it's because Major League Baseball wants us here because it's a good thing for Major League Baseball for us to be here because we generate interest, right? We get the fans um, you know, to care about what's going on here. Uh, and it'd be good, I think, for the sport if we knew what was happening, at least, you know, to a certain extent. Obviously, things are private. It's just free agency, you know. You don't want to ruin your chances to make, you know, to make bank, right, to make some money. But, you know, I think it'd be good for the sport if we if we knew a little bit more of what's going on and you kind of, like, bring some fans in. Oh, wow, you see this development? You see what this happened? Uh, you see this happen? All that stuff. And I think the LeBron James comparison, obviously, it's not – Apples to apples, it's not the same exact thing. But, you know, if you look back on what happened in 2010, and, you know, I know that LeBron got roasted for it and going to a super team, and a lot of people were like, this decision thing is stupid. But, you know, if you go back to look at the reporting, they were like, the pitches were, like, reported. Like, the Cleveland Cavaliers did, like, a special video for him, and that's, like, family guy style and all this stuff. And that decision, though everyone kind of made fun of it, 10 million people watched it. And I'm not saying something that Otani – were to do like he doesn't have to do something like that but like i think something um you know this is an opportunity that's being missed and 
it's everything so secretive everything it's just over the top and a lot of people in the industry are saying it this is like this is a lot of people are saying frankly it's dumb and um i know like you said like otani's can doesn't have to worry about that but i think it, they, they are missing opportunity yeah so nick i mean so yeah. I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna go first here i mean i think he who's it jorge castillo i he hits it right on the head hits it right on the head every single soundbite there um from all those clips i mean he hits it right on the head this guy is it's not all, all only all of that what he said like remember like this guy is the biggest superstar we have in major league baseball yeah. one of the greatest talents in major league baseball history okay and he's having one of the best stretches ever as an athlete the last 3 years he's having one of the best stretches ever as an athlete in athletic history dating back to whatever they were playing lacrosse and and like wherever that originated from i forget where uh, but like 300 years ago. Yeah. That's probably wrong too, but uh, you I get, get your it. point. I get what you're saying. You get, you get the point. This has to be public. It has to. I don't, I don't know whose decision it was, whether it was a free agent or it was the, uh, the, the, the Otani's agent, whether it was Shohei Otani, I don't care who it, it, it the agent should have taken over. If Otani said this and said, no, we need this to be public or major league baseball need to step in. I don't know. It needs to be public. Three points. And I know it wasn't big, but I many Machado and Bryce Harper in 2019. That was a big deal. You know, 2018 heading into 2019. We all remember. I know we're just a Philadelphia sports fan, but we all even Machado didn't come here, but he did, though. He came here to Citizens Bank Park. And we remember like the, you know, his his whole, uh, you know, they had the welcome Manny or whatever on the on the screen out in, uh, at, you know, out in the big board and left field. And. Just all the rumors speculating and everything happening, like the Machado and Harper thing, was fun. It was the fun construction for worker that the construction worker that went up to Machado. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> so, like that was fun, and like you know, I, I know Manny and Bryce are a bit more um, charismatic than Otani, and to a certain extent, Otani has a personality, but Otani's also kind of just like you know, he does him. Like Manny and Bryce, they, you know, they're showmen. Both of them are. Um, so I get that, but then you had Aaron judge last year. We got the arson judge thing. You know, we got Aaron judge. Remember there was a video of him walking in San yeah. Fran, right? Like, yeah. like it was fun. It was, it was a fun time. Okay. And, and I'll just echo what Jorge Castillo said there too. LeBron decision decision in 2010. The, 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 I don't care that there's a gazillion people that hated it. Like, that's the point though. Is it like, we talk about it. What? 13 years later. Like, and we're going to talk about it forever because it was huge. It was huge. You can say whatever you want about LeBron. Like, oh, LeBron, you're a weirdo. Oh, wait, take my talents to, to, to South Beach, whatever. But we all remember it. We all remember it. I don't care if you think it's dumb or not. It doesn't matter. It was a moment. It was one of the biggest moments uh, in sports history as far as free agency goes and decisions, you know, quote unquote. So, LeBron thing was big. And the last one, man, we talked about it a couple of episodes ago, right? The marketing in Major League Baseball. Like, this is... Look, I'm not saying if Otani, this was public, that automatically baseball would be back at the forefront and that we, we'd, uh, you know, baseball would be where it was in 98. No. But it's stuff like this where baseball needs to hit on. No pun intended, okay? Baseball needs to nail these, nail this stuff. They can't let... The baseball is... they. Major League Baseball wants to get back to the forefront in the mainstream. And 
in order for this sport to get back there, you can't miss on these type of things. You can't. So marketing in Major League Baseball, man, this is one of those things where you want to market your players more. You want to market the sport more. This can't happen. You're not going to tell me, look, the Juan Soto deal is big, but the Otani thing's got to be even bigger right now still. And it's just quiet right now. I understand that that's Otani's personality to a certain extent, but I don't care. And an NBA and NFL would not let that happen. I promise you that. So marketing in Major League Baseball, my last point, they got to do better. So, Nick, it's just um, you got to do better. This has to be public. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I think this should be (laughs) – I think this should be a spectacle, right? This should be a spectacle. This is the best baseball player we've seen in a long time. The guy can – pitch well, compete for a Cy Young, as well as compete for an MVP and hit home runs. Like it's unreal. This guy is like a is a living legend in the game right now. And he is an opportunity to go somewhere and showcase his talent somewhere else. Make it a tour. I get certain aspects of it have to be private. And you know, I'm okay with that. But the guy should be going on tours. He should be, you know, be followed. Cameras should be following. When is he getting off the plane? Where is he at next? When's the next stop of the Otani tour? Who's he meeting with? You know, I remember when the Sixers sent Josh Harris and their ownership team out to Los Angeles and then he signed with the Lakers. Like, we need something, man. Like, we need something. That was like the the third time LeBron did that. So, like, when you have a guy that's as big a name as Shohei Otani and as great of a player as he was, MLB, Rob Manfred, Major League Baseball, they got to step in and be like, oh, yo, Shohei, like, we get you're more of a private guy, but man, we got to make something out of this. Like, we got to grow the game. We want people talking, chirping. You're not really getting that. Like it's like like I feel like it's not as not as well versed as well. Like when Brady went to Tampa Bay, when LeBron went to Cleveland, like have something, like have a big announcement, do a deal with MLB Network, like announce you're gonna sign there, like something along those lines, like for people to look forward to. Maybe it hasn't happened yet. I don't know, but it you know all we're hearing is these rumors. Maybe the Blue Jays are involved. Ah, we think he's gonna go to the Dodgers. We haven't heard a peep. It's like we haven't heard a peep. There's been some reports out there. It's about it. But, man, it's a it's a missed opportunity if they don't turn it around soon or, like, announce something. They're going to do a television event or a stream or he puts out, like, a video on social media. Like, something's got to be done around this. This is a big deal. This is the best player in baseball by far who can pitch and can hit. It's nuts. And he might go to one of the bigger markets. He might stay in Los Angeles. He might go to a team like the Dodgers. Like, there's so many opportunities here. And the fact that he I, – I listen, all the respect in the world to him, I get it. I get it. You want to be private. You want to make – all right. But Shohei, there, there's a lot there's, – there's, there's multiple countries, especially Japan, the United States, Canada, people that love baseball – like our big major league fans, the markets that he has behind him, the fan base that he has behind him is ginormous. The audience is ginormous. They can make something out of this. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Maybe the announcement will be something we haven't seen before. But I don't know if that will happen. I don't know. 
I don't know. So I, I think it's a missed opportunity if they don't capitalize on how big of a deal this should be. And that's just what, why baseball is what it is. And, you know, we see who's leading it. We see who's leading the way in the commissioner's office. So it could be a missed opportunity. Maybe it hasn't happened yet. Maybe we're being a little impatient, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but uh, up to this point, they, they're, they're missing they're missing the mark for sure. Yeah, I mean, like the, the, the biggest things coming out about Otani, Nick, is it's like this old, I'm sure you saw this Dave Roberts thing that like yeah. apparently Dave Roberts shouldn't have spoke about the Otani thing. Yeah, like you're and not allowed to speak about uh, it's you, ridiculous. You met like, what what is this? Man. Are we like in middle school? Like, what, what are we doing, man? Like, oh, this is kind of it kind of is like I, I don't know, like very like immature almost like yeah. it, it's it's weird it's weird like i hope it's otani's say, agent saying this stuff because i don't yeah. want to think that otani's doing this, yeah okay? i mean yo know. what you can't say you talk to the guy the guy's the best player in baseball of course he probably all 30 teams probably want to meet with the guy so like i, I mean come on it's getting ridiculous it, enough, enough enough all right let's let's try to do happy things nick because actually made me upset <laughs> Let's, you know what? Let's let's have and some fun here. It's gonna end up with the Dodgers anyway. It's gonna end up with the Dodgers anyway. Exactly. <laughs> he is exactly. Roberts wasn't supposed to speak, and he's still gonna go. Gonna go there anyway. <laughs> oh, man, what were they supposed to fire, Dave Roberts? Uh, whatever. Uh, who knows? Probably. Uh, anyway, so you know, I decided I I wanted to have a little bit of fun this segment, Nick, and uh, you know, we try to add a little spice to these off-season episodes. Why don't we talk about, why don't we mm. put together, you know, we've done our all-time franchise teams and stuff like that. And we're going to bring it back. And we're going to bring it back with a guest coming up very soon. A guest that you have, have seen on here before. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But why don't we do a little all-time, since it's hot stove season, winter meetings is over season, all-time free agents team, Nick. Let's go through, you know, catch your first base, second base, starting pitcher, all that. Um yeah. I'm going to, you know, what? I'll give you mine first. I'm just going to run through okay. each, uh, each position. And then you run through your team too. So I catch her, I catch her. I thought it was an interesting one, but I catch her. I have you Ron Rodriguez to the Marlins. No three, one year, $10 million deal. Um, I, well, he didn't put up the type of numbers. He didn't Texas that MVP year, but I don't think his other years, he even did that anyway. Uh, but he put up good numbers and, he was an intro. Uh, he was a very uh, big part of that Marlins team who won in 03. And uh, yeah, so Ivan Rodriguez, catcher. Um, it's not like a huge one, but Hall of Famer. First base, I went with Pete Rose. Now, he did have a negative war the year they won the World Series with the Phillies. But I mean, still had, you know, four all star appearances for what it's worth with the Phils. Um, to be honest, there weren't like a whole lot of big first baseman signings, free agent signings, which is kind of like interesting. Um, figured there'd be more. I had more. trouble with that one. I, yeah, you fig- know I had trouble with that one. Figured there'd be more, but, you know, there there wasn't. Yeah. So I went with Pete yeah. Rose. Second base, I went Ben Zobrist, just mm. based off the fact that I know he was a versatile player. He played a lot of positions, but he played second base for the most part in 2016 when the Cubs won. And uh, I mean, we remember how, how how he was for them in the postseason with the Cubs. Like he literally gets it off of that season. So Zobris with the Cubs, um, I forget what the deal was. I think it was like a four year deal. Um, third base going Adrian Beltre with the Rangers. You know, and that was the latter half of his career. Guy's about to be a Hall of Famer. 
you know, they went to the World Series in 2011 on the year that he got there, I believe. And, uh, you know, it's great all around third baseman. It's going to be a Hall of Famer one day, hopefully soon. So Adrian Beltre, six-year deal, I believe it was, with the Rangers. Shortstop, it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, just because he kind of split it with two teams. I don't know if the, the deal ended up being restructured, but like the numbers were just incredible. And you can say what you want about the PEDs. Like Alex Rodriguez was incredible okay. already anyway, with the, even with Seattle. A-Rod, I think the deal was technically, what, 10 years, 252, and it ended up getting, getting restructured. But um, you look at the numbers with Texas, the three years he was there, like 50-plus homers, 140-plus RBIs. Like, the guy was incredible. He he was he was uh, incredible when he was in Seattle, but then he goes to Texas, puts up the numbers he puts up there, wins a couple of MVPs, wins a couple of MVPs, I believe, with the Yankees when he signs with the Yankees after Texas. Um, I mean, his numbers from like 2001 to 2010 are pretty, pretty incredible, uh, pretty otherworldly. So Alex Rodriguez is my shortstop um, from that deal in 2001. Outfield, I'm going Barry Bonds, 93 to 98 with the Giants. You look at those numbers from 93 to 98, uh, pretty incredible. Going Bonds. Going Manny Ramirez. Manny Ramirez, I I believe the deal was from 01 to 08. Manny Ramirez, one of the best right-handed bats of his generation. And from for those seasons with the Red Sox and half a season with the Dodgers, uh, put up just unbelievable numbers as far as home runs go, power numbers on base, all that stuff. Like Manny was a monster. And the last one I put was Reggie Jackson, Reggie Jackson back in 1977. We're going back to like the early days of free agency, but wins a couple of world series for the Yankees. And he was like the key missing piece for the Yankees to win. So I go Reggie Jackson outfield along with Manny Ramirez, Barry Bonds. And then, um, Starting pitcher, I mean, uh, I know you're gonna say something. I know you already got a smile on your face. Not gonna say, but you can't because I know you know why you're smiling because you know you got the same as me. Because you can't (laughs) beat, you can't beat four Cy Youngs four in a row from 1999 to 2002, I believe it was. And Randy Johnson was in his late 30s, early 40s, doing that. Pretty incredible. So I don't think there's much beating that. Uh, Randy Johnson signs with the Diamondbacks in 1999, four years, $52 million. Um, honestly, even if he made like $300 million, it still would have been an underpay for Randy Johnson at that time. What he was able to do, he was killing birds. He was k- killing Cy Young awards. He was getting World Series rings in 2001, by the way. Um, so Randy Johnson was uh, quite uh, quite a uh, quite a pitcher and quite a jersey that I have hanging up <laughs> in my closet. I should be wearing it right now. I should. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know. So, Randy Johnson, my pitcher. So, Yvonne Rodriguez, Pete Rose, Ben Zobris, Adrian Beltre, Alex Rodriguez, Barry Bonds, Manny Ramirez, Reggie Jackson, and Randy Johnson. Yeah. All right, listen. Great list. We do have some similar ones, but we do have some differences. Mm. We do have some differences. Uh, I'll start with my starting pitcher. Like you just mentioned, Randy Johnson. I had the same one. How can you go away from four Cy Youngs, a World Series championship on a expansion franchise that lost over 100 games before he got there, close to 100 games, whatever it was. Um, they were not very good yet. Uh, had an incredible average uh, with his war. He was 9.9 over that span. Um, 
guy, the guy just was was dealing. He was just dealing that entire his entire contract with the Diamondbacks. Uh, unreal, unreal to win for for Cy Youngs there too, um, and got the championship as well. All right, he's my pitcher. Yeah, you got the jersey. I I don't have a problem. I love Randy Johnson. I think he's awesome. Love the camera stuff he's doing now as a camera guy. You know, taking pictures, awesome. Great style with the photography. I just have you in the jerseys. You just the fashion, the fat, the MLB, the baseball fashion. It just, you just don't do it correctly. Okay. You just, your timing's off. No one does it like me. You got it wrong. No one does it like me. Yeah. I know no one does it like you. It's insane. It's insane. But it's a good jersey. Listen, cool colors. But the, the, yeah, you wore it at the wrong time. Wrong timing, bad timing. Someone needs to advise you on when to wear this stuff and how to wear it correctly. Properly. I'll get okay. that. I'll continue. I'm speaking. I'm continuing. <laughs> at catcher. Was it at, catcher. at catcher. I have Pudge. I have Pudge, but with the Tigers. Okay. Um, when he left the Marlins. Uh, that was a bad team. Uh, he helped turn that, that team around. Uh, had a couple of really good years there. Uh, w- with uh, Detroit. Uh, went to a World Series in 06, uh, was an all-star, um, four straight years there. So I had to go with Pudge Rodriguez uh, signing that deal with the Tigers after leaving the World Series champion, Marlins. Uh, let's see. We'll go to first base. I was having trouble with this one. I ended up landing on Pete Rose right before the show, called an audible, um, You know, won the 80 World Series. Um, we, we all know what happened to him. We all know how many hits he had. He's the hit King. He's not in the hall of fame. He's your favorite player. We, we all know who Pete Rose is by, by this point. Um, but yeah, when he signed with the Phillies, uh, it was a big deal. And out of the first baseman all time, I think that was one of the top ones. Now, second base, um, I had was different than years. I had Roberto Alomar, uh, mm. signing with the Cleveland at the time Indians, um, he was around, I believe he was age 30. Yes. He was age 30 at that point in his career. He had a slash line of 323, 405 and 515 for three of the four seasons on a four-year contract. That fourth year he started to decline and that's when he got traded to the Mets. But those first three years, very worth it. Had a really good glove, had to pick him. I think that was a pretty good signing by the Indians back in the day, especially for a guy batting over 300. We know how much I love batting average. Adrian Beltre is my third baseman. Uh, Total agreement with you. Um, The guy had 30 home runs four times, helped the Rangers get to a pennant, uh, win a pennant, excuse me, get to a World Series. Um, They lost the Cardinals, obviously, in that 2011 championship um, in heartbreak fashion. But he was a productive player, Hall of Fame level player for the Texas Rangers over that span. Shortstop. Alex Rodriguez signing with Texas Rangers. Yes, I'm with you. A pretty obvious one. Uh, the MVPs, the guy in over 300. I mean, I, I, I could go on and on, right? I, you you kind of summed it up for me. Alex Rodriguez had to be my shortstop, obviously. Then went on to play for the Yankees, moved over to third base, won a World Series with the Yanks, um, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he, he's, he's legit. We know the PED story as well. Uh, does follow him. All right. Outfield, agreement with you on Barry Bonds. Um, 
guy. First contract won, you know, won five, you know, won the MVP with the Giants in that first contract. But overall, I think it was what five MVPs total. Who he won the four? Was it three, four straight? He won seven, didn't he? He won, he won seven. Well, no, I'm not counting the ones with Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, not five, counting the right. ones with Pittsburgh. So it was five. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, with the Giants, that first contract, yes, uh, won the one MVP. Then the second contract won uh, the couple. But overall, with the Giants, very good career. Um, obviously, didn't win World Series with the Giants, um, but you know those MVPs. We all know who Barry Bonds is, the home runs, um, the great the great deal. All right, this is where we get interesting, and I think you're going to like this pick. I really do. Had a, a 9.8 war average. Uh, he was the 97 MVP, first Colorado Rocky to get into the Hall of Fame, Larry Walker. Oh, what a signing that was. If he's your I'll first. i you that one player to get into the hall of fame you were doing something right went in as a rocky boom i a great signing guy was an mvp guy was legit an extremely good bat consistent bat had and fielder power, had some pop great fielder as well obviously um but yeah I, I had to pick your boy man i mean i'm surprised you didn't pick him uh you know especially when the mvp first guy to go into the hall of fame for that wait he's ball. my he's my boy why is he yeah, my boy he's your boy you i do stop. like larry walker you but like, larry walker stop i do love larry walker but like how'd you know that's your boy because you wouldn't shut up about him at cooperstown man oh, you're right you're right <laughs> hey, is he, well because there's a lot of there was a lot of back and forth if he should it be was. in cooperstown or not and i he's, agree he, he's he's he should be in cooperstown he is he's in, he's in. anyway so larry walker um great signing my last outfielder this man was born to play in the city. I knew you were going to say, go ahead, go this ahead. This man was born to play in the city of I Philadelphia. Did he not make the most correct decision of correct decisions? Bryce Harper. Boom. Sides the 13, 330. They have the in clear water on top of the dugout. They have the whole thing there. He's flying with John Middleton. Comes off the plane. The, the jerseys are selling out the first day. Has over 100, has 122 home runs in his career with the Phillies. The guy's been an animal. Has the, you know Took this team to a World Series. The big home run independent to send this team to a World Series. Yes, there's been some injuries, but he has done what he's needed to do. He's changed positions. I could have made him my first baseman, obviously. I Honestly, I could have made him my first baseman in this whole thing. Bryce Harper still has a ways to go here, but man, right now I can't. I can't say he's not. Shouldn't be on this list. The guy's the guy's going to be in the Hall of Fame one day, no doubt about it. Born to play in the city, he made the right call. I don't care if the, he's had a little bit of an injury bug. He's won an MVP with the Phillies, and he's still got time left. He's still got time left. Bryce Harper's my final outfielder of my all-time free agent signing lineup. Come on, Francisco, get up here. Let's go. Bro, I, I it, it's like I, I can't like I can't dispute what you said about Bryce Harper. I can't. I, I think I'm sitting here trying to. You can't. He's incredible. He's, he's been incredible here so far, and, and I guess it's different because like all the ones that we've given, like those happened already. Like Bryce is still in the midst of this contract, um, but so far MVP and LCS MVP, um, all the amazing, incredible moments and home runs and clutch hits, all that stuff. Uh, you know what he's been for the city as far as the character and um, all that, the personality. We love him. I get it, and I I can't dispute it. I I, I like it, but uh, I will say this: 
Reggie Jackson has some of the most iconic, not just in his city, iconic home runs in baseball history and owns records and also won. And look, it's it's also you know team sport. So like I'm not going to put it all on Reggie Jackson. But just to give the edge here, does have World Series rings. Okay. Just but I'm not mad at your Bryce pick. That's all I'm going to say. We had to it's disagree somewhere. It's a great signing. I was. I'm just saying. It, but I'm just saying. Ah. Don't put on your Diamondbacks jersey, would you? Just oh. don't put it on. Don't oh. put your Diamondbacks jersey on. I was born a Reggie Jackson jersey in Cooperstown. Remember that? Remember that or not? Uh, yeah, I should have bought it. You were looking I at everything but a Philly. You, 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 there was Mike Schmidt. I mean, there was. A, I don't know what to do with you. I don't. I just I don't. I Listen don't to me. That's what you should you. do. Can somebody comment? Leave a comment and get through to this man. He's supposed to be a Phillies fan. Someone tell him that. What it, does this have to do with okay. anything? I love the price offer. Okay, it is not okay to wear another team's jersey and then go around go saying "Go Phillies" to to other people when you're wearing a different color. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, it's borderline been since this happened. I love that you're still upset about this. I love oh, it. I will never not be upset at this. We'll get Pianorado <laughs> in here. He was upset, upset too. Pause. I'm sick of it. Yeah, I, you know, it's fun when you're upset, bro. Go, go, I, no, go. you should just go in the closet right now and put your Randy Johnson jersey on. My goodness. <laughs> I will not do that. I will not. Gosh. Go okay. get Eduardo Rodriguez jersey this time around. You Eduardo Rodriguez. Oh, All right, that's where we're going, by the way. I actually, look, <laughs> we're not going to talk too much about these deals because there wasn't too many other crazy deals. Besides, yeah. You know, you had the Craig Kimbrell to Baltimore. Uh, what does that mean for them? I don't really know. Uh, Jamie Candelario, Cincy. Actually, I actually like the Candelario signing for Cincy. They're trying to get better. Um, yeah. Eduardo Rodriguez, the D backs, though, gets four years, 80 million. I actually like that for them because they're trying to shore up their rotation yeah. along with Gallon and Kelly. You can't just have those two. Brandon fought. Who knows what he's going to be yet? I think they like the kid a lot. But I think Eduardo Rodriguez, Rodriguez honestly, like a perfect number three for them. So for a team that's trying to get back to the playoffs and try to potentially get back to the World Series, uh, I thought Eduardo Rodriguez. Really good signing. Anything stick out to you, Nick? As far as any deals, um, I, I you brought it. You mentioned Kimbrel, man. I, I can't, I can't just blow by that. I just yeah, because you're an it's, Orioles guy. It's, I, did he have to go to my young guns down in Baltimore? They don't need that. They're gonna, they're gonna hit the baseball well. They do need pitching, but they didn't need Craig Kimbrell, man. You know, I got a soft spot for my O's down there. I saw a lot of guys, those guys come up, man. Uh, you know, calling these Wilmington games back a couple years back now. Seen a lot of these guys come up, uh, like like Gunner, like Adley. Um, I just, I just, why? Why do you have to go to the Baltimore Orioles? I get why they did it. They needed pitching. That's a lot of money, thirteen million dollars over just one year. Listen, he had a decent year last year, but towards the end, he kind of fell off a little bit. Um, so, yeah, it, it was interesting. Um, the Verdugo thing we mentioned earlier in the show. Um, yeah, he gets moved to the Yankees. Good player, good player, solid. Um, eh, I don't – it doesn't move the needle much like we talked about talked about earlier but I, i'm with you i think the eduardo rodriguez thing's pretty a pretty big deal for for the diamondbacks they got better um they bolstered that pitching staff i think brandon fox could be a really good nice pitcher i know i wasn't worried about him during the playoffs young pitcher they proved me wrong 
Um, and I, I think he's going to develop nicely. I think they have four really good, solid starting pitchers now in that rotation. And the, like we mentioned, they just needed to add pieces now. I mean, they're now like they overachieve. They're very young. You add guys like this that are established, that's going to help them continue to be in the mix every single year. And they get a, a pretty good pitcher in Rodriguez. Um, Erod, good signing by them. I, I, that's where I'm at with, 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 uh, with some of these signings. Um, not, not a ton of movement as of late, but you know, we, we'll wait till that Shohei Otani bomb drops. Hopefully it's, it's in a cool way. Like we mentioned, market the game, market the game, Rob, market the game, Shohei. We, that's what we want to see. So, right. So we're at. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah, let's close it out, Nick. Uh, hey. Cooperstown talk, right? Um, Cooperstown. So- Jim Leland was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame through the Contemporary Committee, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, very deserving. Won a World Series with the Marlins back in '97. Uh, led a lot of uh, you know pretty good Tigers team. The one that you mentioned already with Pudge back in '06. Um, so Jim Leland has been around. Also was also the Pirates manager yeah, way back in the '90s. And there's all I don't know if you ever seen that clip out there. Uh, of Leland talking to Barry Bonds, and they got into it like in spring training. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen that? Yes, yeah, I did. I have so seen that uh, clip. Yep, that's legendary. If you if you if you don't mind, if you actually pull that up while uh, I'm going to talk about yeah. what I remember about mm-hmm. Jim Leland, if you could find that video, that'd be dope. Yeah. Um, but two things that I remember about Jim Leland, or I guess three things. Um, first thing, and I, I you you definitely remember this. First one was he came out. I think this was at Yankee Stadium. He came out to argue uh, with an umpire, and <laughs> and mid while he was arguing with the umpire, the uh, it was God bless America started playing, and he takes his hat off and he puts it over his heart and says, "All right, let me chill for a second. I gotta stand for God bless America." And then when it's over. He gets right back to arguing with the umpire, gets thrown out, and he's gone. It's legendary. It's, it's legendary stuff there from Jim, from Jimmy Leland. Uh, and then the second thing was definitely being uh, a part of that 06 Tigers team because I was actually uh, – I shouldn't even say this, should I? I guess I'm, I'm already missing saying this. My second favorite team growing up besides the Fightins were the St. Louis Cardinals because yeah, I was a pool. I know they were. Okay. I, I, I just want to make sure – I'll make sure I get killed for this. All right? Um, and anyway, so, you know, I, I remember watching that world series rooting for the Cardinals because I was, uh, you know, it was the second favorite team. So Cardinals won the world series. I remember, you know, facing that Jimmy Leland team, um, with a young rookie, Justin Verlander. Um, and then the third one, do you have the clip by the way? Yeah, I do. Yeah. We, we got to pull it up. Let's, let's play it. Explicit <laughs> content. Parental Dude, wanna, I, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to leave it on mute so we don't have to put the explicit content. But uh, I mean, I mean either, either we play it or we don't even put it up. Do you want to play it or no? I can't. I can't. We, you know, we got a younger audience at times. I mean, we, got, we, got we got all the kids, right? It's about it. Yeah, you're right. Think about the kids. About the kids. About the kids. Right, so basically here, I'll, I'll just narrate it. Basically here, Jimmy Leland <laughs> is coming up to Bond saying like, bro, I'm tired of your ish, whatever. Get the heck out of here with that. And Bonds is like, you know, the ego that he has. He's like, yo, Jimmy, what you mean? Like, no, this is my team. This is my team. This is, I, I'm the MVP here, blah, blah, blah. And Jimmy's like, nah, dude, like, this is my team. I don't know what you're talking about. And then he's about to punch him right there. Look, he's about to punch him. And then he walks off. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. 
but obviously Jimmy Leland was using some not so great language. Not so colorful language. And that I screamed before before we dropped it on here. Yeah, we're a family show, Francisco. Family show. Right. We are a family show. You're you're partially right. You are partially right. (laughs) We we cater to all audiences. All. Okay. Yeah. So uh but yeah, that, that's one of the interactions. Obviously, I don't remember yeah. it because I was not alive. But, you know, you go on YouTube, you find things. The Internet uh, is a great place as far as finding some historical stuff like that. So that's what I remember Jim Leland for the most. So what about you, Nick Earnshaw? Yeah, no, I, I remember growing up like he was he was the Detroit manager for me, man. Like that, that was the guy in the dugout for the for the Detroit Tigers growing up, dude. And you I can't believe you brought it up. When he stopped mid argument for God bless America, that sticks out in my memory. You stole it from me. I love that video. That clip is fantastic because nothing beats when managers get in the faces of umpires. I love that clip. It will always go down in history for me. I also have to shout out the Ford C Frick Award. Uh, winner this year. Uh, it, it's for all the broadcasters. Someone for broadcasting journalism gets it every year. Um, Joe Casciglione, I think I said his name correctly. He won it this year. He's called Games for the Red Sox on the radio for 41 seasons. So I wanted to add that in there as well with Jim Leland getting in. Uh, had to get Mr. Joe Casciglione in there. I think I might have butchered his name, but I just want to say he got the, the Frick Award this year. So congrats to him. 41 seasons for the Red Sox. Yeah, I've heard his name before. So congrats to him. Um, yeah. And we'll talk a little more Hall of Fame over the next uh, like, you know month, month and a half as we get to the. And you know, we're going back next year. Oh, we're going back. We're going to go see Beltre. No doubt. doubt. We're going to go see Beltre and maybe Wagner and Hilton. Yeah. Chase Utley. We'll see. I think we're going to get, we're going to get a couple. (laughs) We're going to get it. You said Jimmy Rollins. Get the heck out of here. We're going to get a couple. Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins. Yeah. Chase Utley in like 10 years, maybe. Let's be real. (laughs) I'm not even like, see, you're making me sound like I'm not affiliated, but I hate when you do this. I hate when you do this. I didn't do anything. I did not do anything. I did not do do anything. Didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. Listen, Nick. Ah, there he is. There he is. Future Future Man. You look like uh you look like Frozone. Yes. That's the look I was going for. Yeah. That's what I was going. Dope look. It's a dope look. The Riz Man is back. The Riz God. (laughs) 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 He's got the money. He's the money man. Oh, but all right, that's going to do it for us. The shift. Make uh, make sure that you follow us on Twitter now. We do have a Twitter. Um, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on IG. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us everywhere. And I think next episode, we're probably going to be talking about Otani and where he's going. Hopefully. And uh, we're going to try to make it bigger news than, it sh- than they're going to make it. So tune into us. Don't tune into wherever else, okay? So that's going to do it for us. The Shift, Nick Earnshaw and Francisco Rojas. We'll see you guys soon.